Welcome to the Pain-Free Zone. Your host, Nisi Edwards, is founder of the Fibro Patient Education and Support Organization, and she's here to offer help and hope to the millions of individuals who suffer from chronic pain. Now, here's Nisi Edwards. Welcome, everyone. I am your host, Nisi Edwards, and on today's show, we are talking about the body code, and our guest is Mark Hernandez. Mark is a holistic practitioner and certified body code practitioner with uh, Bradley Nelson, as well as a certified advanced ashwork practitioner via Rudy Hunter. He helps people, especially women professionals, that have hit the wall with health and well-being issues. His work is non-invasive, is safe, gentle, and yield results at times instantly, in other cases, over time. So welcome, Mark, to the Pain-Free Zone. How are you today? I'm doing great, uh, Nisi. Thank you for the opportunity to be with you and your audience today. Thank you. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this discussion uh, with you uh, about the body code. So let's get great. started. So what exactly is the body code? So the body code, it's a holistic healing system in which uh, the practitioner identifies six major categories of imbalances. Um, the practitioner uses muscle testing, the technique to access information in the energy field, and uh, basically identify imbalances and correct those imbalances. As you said, all this work is non-invasive, safe, gentle, and yields results. Uh, let me give a little bit of background about Dr. Nelson and the body coat really briefly. Thank you. So uh, Dr. Bradley Nelson is a uh, holistic practitioner, medical intuitive, and a chiropractor that in his 20-plus years in practice discovered that he would often correct uh, his patients, you know, do the adjustments, chiropractic adjustments, and sometimes things kept coming back and back. So he asked himself, you know, why is this going on? Why are these, why is there stuff coming back? So in 2007, he got a divine download. Uh, and he, he heard from, from God's source that, uh, first of all, you need to clear out pe- people's emotional baggage. So with that information, in 2007, he wrote a book called The Emotion Code, in which he teaches everyone how to identify and release their emotional baggage. That was the first step, kind of like the first installment with, with what was to become the body code. So... Emotional baggage, as Dr. Nelson says, can account for between 80 and 85% of people's issues. Whatever they may be, there's often an emotional component. Uh, issues of unpro- unprocessed anger, grief, resentment, love unreceived could be from recently, long time ago. You can also inherit emotions from your ancestors. So all that can be energetically cleared. So emotion code was a major step forward. It helped a lot of people. And he, he realized there's still another missing piece. So in 2009, he received another divine download uh, that subsequently became the body code, which I, I said picked up six major categories of imbalances. These are pathogens, such as mold, uh, viruses, etc. misalignment, category two misalignment, organs, glands, chakras, and much more. Third category, nutrition and lifestyle. The biggest thing I see in this category is dehydration. Either people just aren't drinking enough water or their body's not absorbing it well. Now, when you mentioned, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but when you mentioned people are not drinking enough water, 
is it also due to not drinking the right kind of water? For example, mm-hmm. tap water. I don't drink tap water. Um, yeah. I, I drink. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The quality of the water matters a lot. So all waters are not the same. Um, definitely, you know, the tap water that most people get here in the U.S. has fluoride, probably people's imprints of their medications, and a lot of other stuff that is not beneficial for the body, that the body really doesn't absorb that well to start with. So it's definitely better to have uh, a, a high-quality water with a certain pH level. Uh, so, yeah, the water matters. Even the bottled water that people often buy in the stores, it's not all of the same quality. Uh, so, yeah, that's something very important. That's something a practitioner can help is to muscle test, tap into the energy. And like I or other practitioners can tell the quality of the water, the, uh, the frequency of the water. Is it beneficial for your body or not? Okay. And what were the um, other... Um... Yeah, real quickly, the other categories was the energy. And the biggest stuff is all the emotional baggage. And there are other types of energy. Circuits and systems, organs, glands, and chakras. And the sixth category and the biggest toxins, all the Wi-Fi, uh, the EMS that are around us, the cell phone radiation, the medications. If people ever took a medication, be it a prescription over-the-counter, that can leave an imprint on the field and affect people. And the other thing I'm seeing a lot of uh, is uh, issues with people's teeth, especially if they ever had mercury fillings. Those can cause major health issues. So the body code basically is the system in which the the practitioner uh, reads the energy field of the client and see what's out of balances. So I ask questions of the body, reason for like this right shoulder pain. And the body will give me reasons. And so I keep clearing things from the field until the body will say either completely done with the issue or done for today. And uh, that's how it works in a nutshell. Now, um, I have a question for you. I know that sure. you help people, but especially women professionals. So yeah. um, I'm curious, when it comes down to women professionals, what exactly have you been seeing and what have you found to be some of the causes? Okay. Um, uh, as I said, the biggest thing, actually what I see in every session is toxicity. Every session. Uh, for the last eight eight months, all my sessions with clients, whoever they may be, whatever their issue, there's always an element of the Wi-Fi, uh, the cell phone radiation, radiation, and also just sometimes those like everyday household chemicals that people are buying commercial products at mainstream stores. Those have a lot of toxins. Uh, that's what I'm seeing. And the next biggest thing I'm seeing is all the emotional baggage. So those are probably the two biggest things I'm repeatedly seeing. And then each session is unique. All this work is customized. So one person's right shoulder pain will be for one set of issues and a second person will be for possibly a completely different set of reasons. Yesterday I was speaking with a couple of people who had contacted me uh, for some brief consultations. And one of the things that I've noticed Mm -hmm. that they all seem to have in common, and these these are women. Um, And, you know, it was amazing to me, Mark, because our stories were identical. I was Mm -hmm. asking them, you know, the question about when they were working in the workforce and they have chronic pain, what was some of the challenges that they face? And Mm -hmm. they didn't know each other. Pretty much all of them said that either one, 
they had been bullied. Two, um, they were afraid to notify their employers as to what they were dealing with. And that's like a lot of emotional baggage, isn't it? Oh, sure. Um, as if, if people are in these uh, situations with bullying where every day it's kind of all these microaggressions going to a, often an environment that can be overall toxic uh, to the energy field, that just that kind of kind of drip, 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 and sometimes slap, slap, that that can really uh, take the effect on people. And it's often cumulative. You know, sometimes, you know, we're all kind of taught to kind of manage the situation, do our best, and we can navigate things for a while. But then often there comes that day where people just can't get out of bed. It's that serious. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree that energy of that uh, people, like in the body head will trap, like when there are these bullying situations, people can put, like, energy weapons in the field of another person and uh, or be courted, connected in a non-beneficial way to other people. So, yeah, all that will affect the physical body, you know, often over time, but it can show up on the physical body. I also personally believe, um, based upon my experiences, when you were talking about the emotional baggage yeah, and the toxins, I, I really feel that your body, your brain, your mind hears and listens to what's in your heart, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people, yeah, uh-huh. you know, I've said that to some people and they said, well, what are you talking about? I says, think about it. The, your thoughts. There are power in thoughts, you know, because we Absolutely. know that, you know, thoughts, words have a, a power and ability to lift us up. Likewise, tear us down. And um, I feel and I, I've learned this from my own experiences when I was dealing with bullying in the workforce and when things was really, really bad for me. Mm-hmm. I noticed, Mark, that as I held in all that information, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it had to go somewhere. It went sure. into my heart. And then when it went into my heart, did I feel good? No. I began to feel worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something, as you said, everything that happens in our life is energetically recorded on our on our body. Okay. So often we'll experience things, some emotional events. You know, we are, we process it, it passes through, and, you know, it no longer has that charge. But sometimes things are so uh, often traumatic that they kind of get imprinted on the field and get stuck and trapped. And then combination with this event, that event, it can cause major uh, what can show up as health issues. Now, when it comes down to energetic boundaries, let's say that you're someone that's in the workforce and you have Mm -hmm. chronic pain. Yeah. Or even if you don't have chronic pain, but you're in the workforce, yeah. there's a lot going on, and uh, you're you're being bullied, or you're just totally mm-hmm. totally stressed. Uh, I I liken some of these uh, people who are causing all these stressors to uh, emotional vampires. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. just seem to just suck you dry with with yeah. negativity. So how do you? How can one that just build up that that boundary so that you know, yeah. when these things come at them, that they're able to fight it off. Right. Okay. I think the first step is to kind of see, you know, people uh, kind of clear your field of, of, of the stuff that's, you know, already in the system. And once that done on a daily basis, something I do is I strengthen my auric field, okay, every day. Because it's, it's kind of like a, I do energy maintenance. Because uh, the reality is 
uh, you know, we're walking around in, in the world, uh, and, you know, we can pick up the emotional stuff of other people. That's just part of being connected to the world. That being said, uh, you know, doing like energy maintenance is, uh, things to strengthen your energy field, raise your frequency. So the stuff in life can come through, it comes through, but as it doesn't stick, it just kind of passes you by. That's a process. So doing energy, uh, energy maintenance is kind of like brushing your teeth every day. You know, it's stuff you do. I clear my field two or three times every day. For people that this may be new to, can you elaborate a little bit more as to, number one, what is energy maintenance? How do you raise your energy field? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, there are many ways. One way to um, raise uh, your vibration is listen to, like I have a collection of uh, high-frequency music. Uh, it's really more, uh, yeah, it's music that, that is infused with frequencies that do that for me. I often listen back every morning and, you know, uh, after the show I can, you know, send a list of some possibilities that people may want to consider there's something right for everyone. So that's one thing about raising your vibration. Um, you know, uh, another thing that everyone can do immediately is uh, gratitude. Every morning when you wake up, one of the first things you can do is think of uh, maybe four things that you're grateful for. Because gratitude, even something small, like I can walk better today, or, uh, you know, I have, uh, you know, a nice place to live, or whatever it is, whatever you can be grateful for. Because gratitude has a very high frequency, that's one thing that will help uh, maintain your boundaries strong. As you said, your thoughts matter a lot. So, you know, if a person's always around anger or resentment, that can lower the, fre- uh, the frequency of a person. But if you keep it strong, the boundaries high, and uh, it's not as doesn't have as much an impact. So, for someone um, that may be new to this, yeah. I know they're going to have a lot of questions about, okay, you know, energy maintenance. What would you say to people who may say, oh, well, I don't believe in that. That's just Uh woo-woo. Because I I know that there are some people who think that. But on the flip side of that, it makes perfectly good sense. It's, It's so true. Because if people just think for a moment as to, hey, you know, the best way for me is for many people, think about the times when you walked into a room. And, you know, you were feeling good, but you walked into the room and you felt, hmm, you know, something don't seem right in here. You don't know what sure. it is, but you get that sense. It's that that feeling that comes over you. Because when you were talking about the emotional baggage mm-hmm. and clearing the energy field, I'll never forget uh, before I went on medical leave when I was working Mm-hmm. I I had this one day, Mark, where one of um, my employees, he has said to me, Miss Nisi, he says, can't you feel it? And I says, can mm-hmm. I feel what? He says, you've been saying for a while how you have not been feeling well. You've been having all these headaches, body aches and pains. And he says, I can smell it in the air. He says, there's something yeah. here that's trying yeah. to attack us. And he says, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what you are experiencing. And, you know, this is a, you know, this particular employee, I've never, ever had those types of conversations with him. Uh, It was Uh just something that he said in a passing thought. And although I knew that and I had been feeling that, I thought, wow, you know, I'm not the only one 
that sure. has noticed this? Because sometimes, you know, you feel like, well, is there something wrong with me that, you know, I'm, I'm feeling this and no one else seems to get it but me? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something else uh, you can do if you walk into a room that kind of has some heavy energy, some dense energy. Um, also, just put, put, put the thoughts and up the, the frequency of love, like a 528 hertz. You know, just think it. And you can always connect. Everything is always available to us at all times. So mm-hmm. just say, you know, set the intention. Okay, I'm going to emit the frequency of love, 528. Notice what happens. That's true. That's very true. Um, even when you mention gratitude, um, sure. I've had people say, well, you know, what is there for me to be thankful about? And I've said, well, it could always be worse. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I have said, you know, there are others who wish they can trade places with you. Because sometimes sure. we all we see is what we're dealing with. And for absolutely. us, it's very painful, rightfully sure, so. Absolutely. But at the same time, sometimes it's hard to separate ourselves from that situation because we're so caught up in it. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why, uh, you know, focusing, like even on small things, maybe someone has been, you know, pain 24 hours a day, and maybe one day they have 30 minutes less of pain. Hey, yeah, thank you. You know, I'm doing better. It's a step. Um, So, as I know, energetically, whatever we focus on, we tend to get more of, whatever that is. So, you know, and and I completely understand when you're in pain and everything aches in your body, it's harder to focus on the gratitude, the truth. And that's, you know, why people, you know, just do an experiment, make a, you know, a little bit of more effort to say, you know, I'm going to find, maybe it's just one thing today I'm going to be grateful for and start there. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that tip. Um, That's, that's very helpful. Um, You know, sometimes we overlook the little small things, but, you know, Mm -hmm. we tend to focus on the big things, but not realizing that, you know what, the small things can grow and grow and lead to bigger things if we just take it one step at a time. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Now, for you mentioned also about the, um, besides the emotional, the the spiritual, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. So part of the body code, there are a lot of aspects that probably fall in the category of spiritual medicine. And what that means is uh, sometimes it will show up whatever the issue is, uh, in, in the body code is called a category called spiritual malnutrition. This means that uh, there are certain activities that people like to do that kind of nourish their soul. For some, that may be like reading of inspirational books or scripture reading. For others, it may be just uh, taking a walk in the park, being in nature. That's very spiritual for them. Um, it may be they've been thinking uh, they would like some type of you know counseling, pastoral counseling. Or uh, something else that maybe just spending time with a friend they haven't seen in four years. That can be very nourishing to the soul. So that's one category of the spiritual. But the other uh, also on the spiritual plane, often if people have some really funky stuff going on in the field, mm-hmm. there can often be, be uh, spirits and entities that are in the field. And that's something a practice, body code practitioner can clear. Um, and those uh, spirits or entities can get in the field for a variety of reasons. 
uh, entities can be like thought forms, negative thought forms. That can be like an entity that's in the field and affect people. But also that can be um, spirits like evil spirits or uh, sometimes uh, ghosts uh, that can get in people's field and cause all sorts of havoc. So are we speaking then of spiritual warfare? Uh, there's a, a piece of that, yes. Some people, sometimes uh, this, these entities or spirits can enter for a variety of reasons. Some people unknowingly open themselves up to a darker thing that can get in their field. Um, sometimes that happens, not all the time, but if people are on some type of, uh, uh, of drug, marijuana, cocaine, that's an invitation for spirits to come in. It can also happen if people have been in an auto accident. And they get knocked out of their, uh, knocked out of their body. The spirit gets knocked out of the body. That can leave an opening for, uh, spirits to come in. So there's a variety of reasons of why these enter, but, uh, yeah. So with the body code, this really goes into so many different aspects of our lives. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I don't think many people even realize that there is such a thing as a code and to for me to simplify it I think about there is a code for how we choose to live our lives you know mm-hmm. if I for example if I choose to eat all the wrong foods all sure. the junk food if I choose not to put proper nutrition in my body then I violated a code or mm-hmm. um and that code is okay you know i chose to do this so there are repercussions for this likewise if i choose to put good things into my body my intentions are i'm expecting something better right now right. some some people mark may say well Lindsay, i eat the right things all the time um i take good care of myself but yet and still I still have this chronic pain or I still have this issue. So how can that be? Yes, that's a great point. You're absolutely right. There are people that do all the quote unquote right things, you know, eat organic food, uh, you know, exercise, do all the things that, that they think should ensure their health and well-being. And that's sometimes when there are higher level spiritual things going on or emotional baggage that people inherited from their ancestors, maybe 30 generations of grief that is impacting them. Yes. So that's why energy medicine tools such as the body code can be a great help of kind of identifying these uh, often quote-unquote hidden factors that are impacting. I always tell people, you know, start start with the low-hanging low fruit. Let's just use, you know, migraine headaches. So maybe someone uses an essential oil for that person at work, or maybe they take some types of herbs. That works. Perfect. But sometimes there are people I've known that have had lifelong migraine headaches throughout their lives. Uh, start looking at the higher energetic levels. There's other stuff going on in the field that is impacting that. I see. You know, just really making me pause for a minute to think about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that came to my mind is I have a family member who has suffered from migraine headaches all her life. Yeah. Uh, this individual is now deceased. 
But mm-hmm. uh, during her lifetime, and this goes back many, many, many years, she was l- born and raised in Mississippi. Life uh-huh. was very, very hard there yeah. for them. Um, this even goes back to during slavery times. And even mm-hmm. though they had uh, relocated from Mississippi to the north, um, and some things were better, not yeah. everything, but some things were better, that the migraines still remained. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't even remember this individual pretty much having much joy. Mm-hmm. The countenance mm-hmm. was always depression, mm-hmm. worry, stress. Sure. Um, they came from lack, you know, mm-hmm. and then trying to move forward to have a better life. But yet that seemed to always loom over her head. Sure. Would that be an uh, example of ancestral things? Yeah, very likely there's some generational trauma. That probably went back. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely generational trauma that, right, no matter how hard this individual, you know, quote unquote, tried to, you know, be happy or whatever, if that, those frequencies are resonating in the field, it's going to be really hard to lift off. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about this? I want to switch the tables for a minute. We were talking about adults. What about children? Okay. So what about Mm -hmm. children whom um, were raised in a home? Uh, where they may not have received um, much love. And mm-hmm. how does that, uh, isn't that also, as they grow older, isn't that some emotional baggage as well? Absolutely. As, as we know, the first uh, you know six to seven years of a child's life or the formative years, where basically um, during that time, everything that happens in their life, especially then, gets recorded. They don't have the ability to kind of discern this is true, this is not. It just kind of gets imprinted on their subconscious mind. Sometimes I'll work with people, um, even uh, people by society standards that are very, quote-unquote, successful, and they are. Uh, that I remember one time I was working with a gentleman that had lifelong anger, very successful you know, in many ways and family and all that, great. But he knew he had lifelong anger. And when I worked with him, I'll never forget, we went back to uh, 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 a trauma from age one where his parents separated. So those types of things that impact people, right, often things can go back to these childhood years where there are these traumas that are kind of in the, running in the background all their adult lives and then sometimes in combination with other things get triggered and really kind of blow up. Yeah. This is really interesting and this is really deep. <laughs> yeah. And let me say one more thing with children. Uh, from time to time I'll work with uh, some of my clients, and then they'll say, can you work with my grandchildren? I said, sure, I'd be happy. Because today's kids are coming in differently. We know that uh, today's kids, a lot of them have, uh, like, food allergies. Yes. Um, uh, food allergies, a little bit older, like when they get to middle school, high school. A lot of anxiety, um, depression. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, kids often respond very well with uh, body code because also, you know, there, have, there aren't as many layers that they're, you know, age five and they're already showing them something showing up. Things are showing up. Mark, this is so good. Um, we're going to just take a brief break and then we're going to come back. And I, I want to continue uh, this awesome discussion because this is going to help so many people. Great. Great. 
Welcome back to the Pain-Free Zone. Here's Nisi Edwards. Welcome back to the Pain-Free Zone. This is Nisi Edwards. And on today's show, we are talking to Mark Hernandez, Holistic Protectioner. And we're talking about the body code. And uh, this part of the hour is going to get really interesting. We're going to kick it up a notch because we're talking about not only the body code in adults, but also in children, as well as emotional trauma. So welcome back, Mark. Thank you. Looking forward to it. So, Mark, um, you said some things that really had me thinking about um, the children. Um, the mm-hmm. last thing you mentioned also was about in the schools, we're seeing the anxiety. We're, oh, yeah. We're also seeing the depression. Yeah. What about ADHD? Because uh, I know a lot of parents who are dealing with um, ADHD with their children as well as autism. And it seems like they're yep. just being hit, you know, from so many directions. Right. Yeah. Those are both ADHD and autism are both on the rise. Uh, schools are seeing the kids are coming in. I think what's happening is our kids are coming in with these issues. It's becoming pretty common. And um, the energy medicine tools such as the body code can be of help. Whatever the issue is, let's just say uh, you know, uh, a child comes in ADHD, the parent gives me a little information, maybe the issue is, you know, can't sit down or can't focus, lack of focus. So use the body code, ask them to rate it, how severe is that issue? Zero, no issue, 10 to the max. For coming to me, it's usually 10 plus. So with that information, I tune into the energy field of the kid and ask the body this, this uh, lack of focus, reason for this. And the body will give me answers. Um, again, there's no one singular reason for anyone's issues, but I find very common with ADHD, uh, there's a lot of toxicity in the body. Often the brain's uh, not working in an optimal function, um, and that can be rebalanced usually over a period of time. Each case is different. Um, same thing with autism. I believe, uh, again, there's no one singular reason for autism issues in kids. Uh, but if you look at it, at it from an energetic perspective, uh, there's usually a lot of, of, of toxicity. And this toxicity, too, a, a lot of it is, you know, e- emotional toxicity, uh, spiritual toxicity. Um, we're having so many children in broken homes or coming from yeah. broken homes. Sure. Sure. Um, that, yeah, definitely emotional. And I'm... I'm going to go ahead, uh, you know, again, there's no one singular reason for autism or ADHD. I do think it's uh, worth people looking into doing their own research, arriving at their conclusions about vaccinations. Vaccinations have a lot of toxicity in them, heavy metals. Um, you know, everyone do your own research, arrive at your own conclusion. But I believe that can be a contributing factor for many of these situations. And some of the schools, you know, there have been numerous parents who have chosen to opt out of getting their child vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But in some of the school districts, you know, I, I remember in one particular area, there was a, um, a measles or either a mumps uh, breakout. Yeah. And, you know, many of the school administrators have, had stated, if you do not get your children vaccinated, 
then they can't return to school. And I know that maybe in some school districts, maybe parents have the option to to opt out. But for any parents listening to the show who may want to research that more, do you have any resources perhaps they can check out? Yeah. Um, recently, within the last year, there was, okay, there were two series. This, uh, I think, the, yeah, Ty Bollinger, T-Y-B-O-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. He did a series first on um, on cancer, natural approaches to cancer situations. And they also did a subsequent sequence on vaccinations, uh, in-depth, like, eight-part series for people to consider all that. At the top of my mind, I'm blanking on it, but after the show, I'd be happy to send you the information, which you can share with your listeners. But uh, it's it's done by the same people that did uh, The Truth About Cancer by Ty Bollinger. The same people have a myriad of resources, like I said, a whole series of documentaries about vaccination. And that that show has a lot of resources that people that are interested in exploring different options about ways to opt out if they choose and if it feels right for them, that those types of resources are there. And I'll get you the specific title. Thank you. Now, with those vaccinations, um, I know some of them at one point in time, I don't know if they still do, had mercury in them. And mm-hmm. they used to say, oh, well, it's just a little bit of mercury. Um, is is not going to help. Um, some have said with some of these vaccines that is either activated or is not activated. But I really feel that there is so much money behind this. That's mm-hmm. why there's so much pushback to say, oh, no, you're, you will do this. You know, you will get your child vaccinated and that it doesn't cause autism. It doesn't cause all these, you know, health issues. Mm-hmm. Well, something's going on, you know, and again, yes. I encourage everyone to do your own research, arrive at your own conclusions. But something's going on. Why are we seeing this? you know, this very significant wave of anxiety, ADHD, autism, depression, something's going on. Um, and, uh, you know, um, I, what I'm seeing is there's a lot of toxicity connected to people's food. Um, I, I do believe that vaccinations are a contributing factor. The only one. Yes. As we know with, with mercury, Mercury is one of the most toxic things to the to the body. I think the only uh, last week, the only I think the more toxic is plutonium, something like that. So it's significant, and I often see the mercury, especially when people have those mercury fillings that they got. Even if they had them removed, sometimes there's still like a mercury imprint in the field that can uh, cause people major issues. People like if people decide to get those mercury fillings removed from their teeth, uh, they need to go to a holistic dentist that has all sorts of protocols in place to remove those mercury fillings because it's very toxic, those gases. It can it can kill people. And speaking of the mercury, I remember way back when, you know, in your home, the thermostats, sure. some of them of uh, had mercury in them, and you just can't go in there and remove it yourself. Usually you need to have right. someone to come into the home to do that, to make certain that there is no leakage or spillage. Absolutely. It's very, very toxic to the body. Absolutely. Now, with all this that we're seeing that's going on with the children, I really wonder, are our schools prepared to deal with all this? Because I'm sure you've heard of this about um, the they call it sick buildings 
Maybe that's uh-huh. not yeah. the, the uh-huh. right term, but yeah. but I, I know what you're talking about. Yes, you have these uh, buildings and even schools and whatnot where you can't necessarily raise the windows. You know, yeah. uh, everything is just closed shut. So there's no fresh air. There's nothing, you know, filtering around the office buildings or the school. And not only that, you don't know what the HVAC systems, how mm-hmm. well those have been maintained. Right. Uh, even also, like, let's just, you know, something more everyday, you know, mold, mold. And yes. Um, you know, I, I always tell people, yeah, you can get them, yeah, get them physically clean, get them physically scrubbed, absolutely do that. And also, uh, the body can use, body code can also be used to clear spaces, the energetic mold. And also, there are a lot of other products, and I can make a list and send them to you, that people, most of them, you know, for a nominal charge, that will energetically clear out spaces and yeah, be of support to eliminate mold or other uh, toxins that are in spaces. Now, are salt lamps any benefit to clearing out some of the things in the air in which we breathe? It helps. It emits negative ions, which is beneficial for our body, helps our body uh, raise the frequency and are beneficial. Uh, but probably if people have like mold or asbestos or something, you know, like I said, you obviously go on the, the protocols for physical removal, but also do frequencies to clear the space. Now, um, Mark, do you do any work with the schools educating them um, on environmental toxins or just things of general that can help the children? Yeah, well, uh, it's interesting you asked me that because I also have a background as a teacher. And I do teach at a school. And uh, I'm seeing in society a greater willingness to start addressing these issues because the kids are coming in differently with a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm in the process of putting together like a holistic wellness uh, club at a school. And uh, also, uh, uh, I, I teach. When I teach, I incorporate in my teaching, uh, like Donna Eden's 10-minute energy workout. Yes. People how to manage their energy system, things they can do for themselves, self-care. Because I think um, this is going to be something they'll need for life, how to manage the stress. After they leave the gates of the school, they're going to have stress in their lives. So I always tell them, these are some just possibilities. Uh, and I'd like you, you know, find what works for you. So it's what works for you. And, uh, you know, find what works for you and um, you'll have stress in your life. And you want to be able to manage it and release it so it doesn't impact your health and well-being. Times have really changed. Uh, I remember way yeah. back when, you know, you went to school, you did your homework, you know, you came home. It seemed like life was good. But these are perilous times. We are in totally different times now, because the, when I think way back when I was a child to what I'm seeing with children now, some of the things that they're yeah. dealing with to me was unheard of. I don't remember mm-hmm. hearing about some of this stuff way back when. Why is that? Yeah. Well, I think also today's generation, you know, they have access to a lot more information than at least when I was growing up with, uh, you know, with the iPhones, iPads, you know, www now if they have a question they'll find it within <laughs> this generation so I think they're exposed to a lot more and you know um, for better or for worse I think sometimes they I see a lot of overwhelm too with this generation of students that uh, you know information overwhelm but you know overwhelm from pressure from peers so I I do think raising today's 
kids in today's environment, you know, have additional challenges than previous generations. I do. It's true. It's a lot of uh, peer pressure. It's just a lot of stress uh, across the board. Absolutely. Now, the one thing that I was very fascinated about that I wanted to ask you about was animals. So when it comes down to the body code with uh, animals, um, their emotional baggage, because I also saw this, I believe, on um, your website or some other place. Mm -hmm. And um, we had um, a German shepherd in our home that Uh we were fostering, Mark, for about nine months. When we first got him, um, seemed to be a very good dog, no problems. I would, yeah. I would, could walk him every day, no issues. Mm-hmm. And I never had a German Shepherd before. And the only dog I'd ever had was a Siberian Husky. And I had her for about 14 years. Um, beautiful uh-huh. experience. But when I received this, um, rescue dog, after about two weeks of being in the home and I would walk him every day, then it seems like he started changing when I would have him outdoors. And mm-hmm. um, he became very aggressive. He attacked yeah. me once, mm-hmm. tried to attack mm-hmm. me a second time. And it was just, it just seems like it was just so much aggression with him. Yeah. And when we went back to the fostering uh, place for shepherds, we were simply told, uh, oh, well, you have no experience raising German shepherds. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with him. But they're clearly was something mm-hmm. wrong with him. And I I did my best to care for him, but I often wondered if there was uh, maybe the former owner could have been a woman whom had perhaps uh, abused him or something. I don't know because he seemed to be fine with my husband, but with me as a woman, mm-hmm. it was just a look that he would just give me that says, <laughs> you know, stay away. And I, and I remember sharing with friends there's something wrong with this dog. There's there's something that has happened to him emotionally. So how does that body code pertain to animals? Okay, great. So let's go and take your, your German, this German Shepherd used to have. So let's let's say, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll call it the aggressive issue with with you. you know, apparently, and so you know, you grade it, and most likely is obviously a ten. You know, it's back to you. Yes. So. So with body code, so what I do, I tune into the energy field of the animal, connect the source, you know, connect to God's source, connect to the energy field, and see why this this specific dog, this German Shepherd, is displaying this type of behavior, aggression. So I ask about aggression issues for this dog. I'm very confident there was definitely, as you said, abuse and trauma. Yes. So, and with emotional, could be anger, whatever. And the, the body will tell me, ah, oh, this happened, you know, in age, okay, the dog's five. Okay, ah, oh, this happened at age three. Often I'll get an image mm-hmm. and I can clear it. Okay. So again, same way, uh, probably with abuse and trauma, it's usually emotional stuff, the biggest, like you said, in situations, but there can be other factors. Oh, let me say this too. If animals go through abuse and trauma, they're often spirits and entities in the field. If, if animals are Hyper aggressive, mm-hmm. and there's no one cause. There's often spirit, evil spirit in the animal, which can be cleared. Anyway, so I work with that, uh, conclude the session. What I've found is working with rescue pets, especially if they probably went through some abuse and trauma, yes. it's going to be a period of time before, you know, they start getting back to maybe their 
original blueprint of being loving and happy. But, uh, yeah, it can be work. And I always tell people with rescue pets, it's going to be most likely a period of time to work through that abuse and trauma. So when I'm looking, so right now I'm still looking yep. for um, a new pet for our home, our loving home. Yeah. Um, what should I, what should I be doing to make certain if we go the route of rescue again, that, um, mm. you know, I can protect my own boundaries. Okay. Uh, Nikki, you're, you're very intuitive. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. First of all, trust your intuition. Okay. First thing, as you're, as you're scanning, ask, um, and you're, you strike me as a spiritual person. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Okay. So, you know, ask for, you know, the angels or, you know, your higher self source. Hey, you know, help me focus on the, that's going to be the highest good for my family, for, for the, for the dog. And kind of go with your intuition, scan. It'll be something that kind of sticks out. Okay. Your first step. I, I think that's, that's the biggest thing I would say is tune into your inner guidance. Um, and then, you know, uh, uh, yeah, energy practitioner works for animals. Can tune in and kind of see if there's you know, some significant stuff or not. It kind of feels like I'm just tuning into the field, the morphic field of, of rescue pets. It feels like oh, probably about 75% have been through some stuff. So um, it's pretty high. Yes, it is. You know, because many people, such as myself included, want to give them a loving home. But at the same yeah. time, we do want to protect ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I know there's, like I just saw a story, I think California is a state that uh, people aren't no longer, people can just get rescue pets or something. I'm seeing different places go to that, which um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, yeah, because they need loving homes at the same time. The truth is many come with some significant baggage that, you know, would need to be cleared so that the animal seamlessly integrates into a household. So I'm wondering if that's why then if some states you can no longer get a rescue animal. Or or, uh, you can no longer get, I think you can only get rescue animals. Oh, you can only, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I know that some schools or thoughts are that, you know, it's true. We do have a lot of uh, pets that do need a good home and then, some people will say, well, you know, why try to buy a pet, you know, when there are so many other animals that do need a home. So, yes, that that's true. I do get that. You know, we we did try that. Um, it just mm-hmm. what it just didn't work for us. It just wasn't sure. uh, a good fit. This doesn't sure. mean that the next one won't be a good fit. It's just that right. that particular dog was not a good fit for us. Right. Absolutely. Now, with the body coat, you know, this uh, is a a lot to think about because I wish I had some of these tools that I now have access to when I was mm-hmm. going through what I was going through when I was working, when I was being bullied sure. for two and a half years. You know, I just, yeah. I felt so tired, so fatigued. And I hear so many of other course. women say the same thing. They'll say, well, Nisi, I'm just so tired. I, I just can't get no, no sleep. I just can't get no rest. And they just have so much chronic pain and the doctors can't figure right. out what is wrong with them. Right. Right. And this is where I think uh, a tool such as the body can, body code can be of great help 
uh, to people because, you know, like I always tell people, you know, I'm not a medical doctor, so first off, go to your medical doctor, see what's going on. You know, let them do all the tests, uh, do what they can to help you. And if that solves it, great. But often with chronic pain situations, uh, people need to look, continue to look. And the body code can be one tool that helps people identify the root causes of what's holding into place that right shoulder pain, that knee pain, or whatever the sleep issues. And uh, the body will, will, will tell the practitioner what's going on. And um, patterns can be changed, and you just allow the changes to show up. They show up immediately or over time. Well, I know that um, I had a mini session with you, and uh, mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that my sleep has been better. Good. And like you said, uh, sometimes the results show up instantly or over a period of time. But um, honestly, I would say probably now with since 20, probably really 2014 or a little bit early before then, my sleep was so bad. Um, just could yeah. not get refreshing sleep. Um, I'm not where I need to be in terms of yeah. getting refreshing sleep. But you know what? I am sleeping. It's okay. is better. And um, mm-hmm. I, I thank you for your assistance because one thing about sleep, sure. as you know, if you cannot sleep, your body can't heal. Absolutely. That's exactly what I going to, yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, that's the body time when the body heals itself, one, one of the main times. So, yeah, sleep, sleep is a big issue. So, yeah, um, for a lot of people, right, in these days with all the, everything happening in the world, uh, I, I see a lot of people with sleep issues, too. Yes. Now, uh, Mark, this is October. November is just around the corner. And for people listening to the show with the holidays who are approaching, you know, that can be the, um, a joyous time of the year or it can be a very emotional time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some body code tips you can give people who are listening to help them? Number one, you know, prepare themselves for the holidays that's coming. Yeah. Well, often, again, each person is different, but sometimes uh, there are certain, some people that maybe get really depressed around the holidays. Yes. Kind of like a pattern they know that, you know, X day is going to roll around, they kind of fall into a, a, you know, a pattern of depression. So often, so let's say it's something specific like that. So the body code, again, with that issue, you know, the depression issue for, for Sally or whoever it is, when I ask the body, it'll pull up the energetic holding into place the issue. And uh, often it can be, sometimes it's uh, tied to a childhood memory around that time, or sometimes often it can be maybe someone passed. It may not even be during that specific holiday, or maybe they always spent time with that person and that person's no longer here. So there can be grief trauma in the field that can be cleared. Um I, I would recommend, if people are able to, to get a consultation. If they know they kind of have these cyclical patterns of issues around the holidays, to, you know, to, to book a session or look at minimum look into it. And then there are other things, because uh, usually if these are like lifelong patterns, or stuff in the energy field. That is so true. Um, tell the audience, Mark, how can they to get in contact with you uh, to get a consultation, just to chat with you, you know, to see how you can be of assistance to them? Yeah. Well, on my, first of all, I uh, encourage people to go to my website. Uh, my website is uh, www.peopleandpetsenergetics.com. 
peopleandpetsenergetics.com. That's peopleandpetsenergetics.com. And there they'll find uh, information, more information about myself, my services. And there is a link uh, where I offer people um, uh, like a 20-minute free, 20-minute consultation, basically to see what's going on with people and if we'd be a good fit to work together. That's one thing people can do. Now, is there uh, an office number where they can call for those sure. people who may not have access, you know, to the Internet? Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, that number is 210-775-2696. 210-775-2696. And also, um, yeah, they can, if they, yeah, they can reach me there. The body code. Um, I've learned so much from you um, this hour. Um, I appreciate the passion you bring to your work because um, from my first encounter with you for that mini session, um, mm-hmm. you shared some things with me about myself that um, I know to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did see the results. So for anyone that's listening to this show who may be on the fence a little bit wondering, You know, can this work for me? Can this not work for me? You know what? You never know until you call. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Marks works with so many people, uh, especially women on the fence. And there may be some men on the fence. Uh, So you may even have a, a child that's going through something that you're trying to get to the root cause of it. You know that there's something going on. You just don't know what it is. So if that is you then I ask you that you uh, give Mark a call. And, Mark, give them your number again, please. That number is uh, 210-775-2696. And the website, please. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, sure. Uh, www.peopleandpetenergetics.com. This has been awesome, Mark. It's been a pleasure to speak with you and... um, We're speaking today with Mark Hernandez. He is the holistic practitioner, and you really need to check him out. Check out the good work that he is doing with the body code. So, Mark, I thank you for your time today. Thank you so much for coming on the air with me. Thank you very much. It's been a a pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to The Pain-Free Zone. I am your host, Nisi Edwards. Have a good day. Mm-hmm.